Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Isaiah. And welcome to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Without further interruption, let's celebrate and suck some dick. <laughs> it's episode number 19. Yes, yeah, it is and, 19. Uh, the week of the 26th through the 1st. Yeah, there yeah, you go. July 26th, August 1st. And uh, Isaiah, tell us about your week, buddy. I've had a pretty good week. It was a nice, solid end to my July. Um... Let me get right into my food corner, which is actually going to be like the most of my talk right now. Um, three events. I had a Middle Eastern dinner party. Um, we had Kafka. We had, I know I'm saying that wrong. Um, we had falafels. We had wow. <laughs> Um We put it all on some like pita bread with Ooh. some sauce. It was slamming. It was really good. Um, then I had a cookout yesterday. That was cool. Just simple stuff like hamburgers, hot dogs, and corn. Honestly, like maybe it's just like the dumb white American in me, but <laughs> just some grilled hot dogs and yeah, burgers. Yeah, no, it's great. Smack like Dude. maybe like a cold Bud Light. Mm. I don't even like Bud Light that much, guys. But, but insert beer here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I eat that kind of meal once a week. Like I eat burgers, hot dogs, fries, and like a beer. At least once a week. At least. <laughs> At least. Um, and then to close like a, it off. Like a good American shit. Yeah, I feel like that's like a good American diet, you know? <laughs> Give red blood, just do it. Um just do it. They they should be like a Nike meal that just is those ingredients. Um, but lastly, uh go at a fest. Or, I'm sorry, I'm saying it wrong. I literally learned a shit. Get a fest. It was <laughs> uh it starts this weekend or whatever the fuck. Get a is the goat. Uh, oh, he said it. He yeah. said it, guys. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, do you want to explain? We'll get no, it. go for it. Go for it. You're, you're the pro. I'm new to this. Oh, okay. It's just like meat and oats yes. smashed together. Yeah. And they like fry it up into like pucks. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> or sausage. Like, or, they, like, or, they, or like a patty. Or they do a mash and they put it on top of something. Yeah, like, make it like nice and uh, mm-hmm. like crunchy. So they got me really, you know, interested when I saw Geta fries and I saw there's a bunch of ways you Geta burgers. Yeah. So I didn't know we were known for this in Cincinnati. Like everyone I'm, I'm asking or whatever, they're like, "Yeah, like sheesh, this is a thing." Like sheesh. So um, I finally just went to Kroger and I got like a roll of the shit and I just made some today and it was amazing. Cincinnati is apparently very German. Yeah, yeah, we got a German town. It's like really popping. Our Oktoberfest always popping. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm finally getting more immersed in the culture. One of us. One of us. Um, <laughs> gobble, gobble. Gobble, <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, but, yeah, no, overall, good week, man. Uh, how about you? <sighs> it's, been, it's been actually a good week. Uh, <laughs> That's so weird when you do that. But you're like, no, actually, it was solid. It's was good. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I cannot sign you can't not no you're right at this point it's on brand yeah exactly. it's like me and the kissing at the end like you we just have to do it um but it was a good week i what did i do i hung out with my buddy alex you know yeah friend of the pod yeah friend of the pod uh me and him chilled we try to come up with some ideas uh been thinking about like 
I've been helping him write like some stand up stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Dude, comedy is such an interesting venue right now. You know, yeah, like yeah. how do you want to tackle it? What medium do you want to use? You know, what jokes do you want to make? Like it's, uh, which is a tale as old as time, you know, yeah. how edgy you want to be or whatever. But yeah, it's yeah, cool. Com- yeah. Comedy in general is like people, I feel like I've always kind of underappreciated or under, at least underestimated like how hard. Yeah. Comedy can be or mm-hmm. like writing stand up stuff. Yeah. Like, it's an art form. So I've been trying to help him with that. Um, but we hung out. I hung out with my friend Helch and Taylor, shout out, and Manny, shout out. Woo. And uh, went down, got drunk with the boys. Ooh, hell yeah. Down Northside. Uh, Northside hangs, dude. Hell yeah. Dude. yeah. Shout out to Northside. It's it's actually cool. Yeah, well, cool, uh, cool part of Cincinnati yeah. for our listeners who don't know. Yeah, for our German listener. That's going on over here. Um. And what else? Oh, and then uh, you know, just went went shopping, got myself like uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty broke at the moment. Start a new job Monday, so I had to get myself some uh, business casual wear. Yeah. You know, I'll be looking snazzy for sure for my uh, for my new job tomorrow. So, yes. all in all, it's a good week. You know, I'm moving forward. Things looking positive. Moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good hell week. yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, let's get to it. Let's fucking knock it out. Tell us about the news. Let's uh, let's get into it. Um, the U.S. government sells. Get out of my way, hype beast. I got a title. Uh, <laughs> U.S. government sells Martin Scarelli's two million dollar Wu Tang Clan album. So pretty much what happened is you know the slime ball that is Farm Bro Martin Scarelli. Um, you know, slime ball that. Is, ugh. Accurate. I feel like that's. I feel like you didn't even say that. Like they, that was typed up in the article. <laughs> that's like actually like yeah. he said that. Um, it's so universally felt. Well, because you know, you know a bit about him. A uh, quick crash course for people out there who don't. Um, pretty much, he farmer bro. Yeah, he's farm bro. So he put his money into you know getting research out and his team, whatever I guess, in the investment. And I'm kind of butchering this, but pretty much he was involved in a. Um, diabetes thing, like a cure kind of, not a cure, but like something Yeah, it was else. either diabetes or, or maybe, even, maybe even cancer. It was, it was, it was basically a drug that could help a lot of people yes. not die. Mm-hmm. And he spiked the uh, cost of it because, yeah, because pharma manufacturers can literally just do that whenever they want. They you pretty much it. have a monopoly on how much you want to sell it. Yeah, for. exactly. They can just decide the price. And he was just like, um, I could like. Let's say, like, hypothetically, oh, it costs 500 to make. I could sell it for, like, 1000 Yeah. But no, I'm going to sell it for $7,000. Like, yeah, because why not? It's yeah. capitalism. Like, exactly. this real piece of shit. Uh, it wound up, like, he couldn't get away with selling it as high as he wanted to. But that was how he got put on the map. Yeah. But one of the things he did along the way with some of the money that he did make was buy this super exclusive Wu-Tang album. And one of the most historical dick moves yeah slash weenie moves ever Ugh. it's like it's like i imagine it like the cool kids like we're throwing a party like imagine like the world is high school yeah and like 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 the cool kids are throwing a party and like you know they're bumping like a wu-tang album and like everybody's like hyped like listening to wu-tang and then like the nerdy kid that everybody hated that's like a, like not because he's like a nerd, just like a little weenie that people yeah. don't like. Just shows up. You know he's a douche. Like, yeah, you know he, he just shows up to the party you know. and like takes the Wu Tang record. He's like, you guys can't listen to it. Like, yeah, blah, 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 and just throws it out the window and then. Ugh. 
He's such a tool. He's such a tool about two. Once he got it, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to play it for anyone. Why would I do that? And then like, he then proceeded to play like 15 minutes of it while like post Trump's um, win. Oh, really? Yeah. He had like a live stream where he's like, well, I guess I'll celebrate with some Wu-Tang. Like, just the worst. The worst, dude. So I'm glad his chickens finally came to roost when he got busted on some investor fraud. And to pay up for it, he had to foreclose the money and then also put up this album for sale. So... Sadly, it doesn't say. I mean, well, yeah, what did he buy it to begin with? It was a couple mil. Yeah, it was like. It says seven point four. No, acquired the album for two million. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he got it in an auction, and then you know it turned out he was the one with it. Wu Tang wasn't happy about it, but they. Couldn't, oh, yeah. he's required to forfeit. Yeah, he had to forfeit seven point four, so yeah. that was like kind of part of it to close yeah, the yeah. gap. So he didn't have to put up as much of his own earnings. Um, I believe he's actually doing a little bit of jail time too. I'm not sure. Good. So um, good. right, he'll probably get out of good behavior. Um, excuse me, but pretty much, uh, the album went to an unnamed buyer, which honestly makes sense. Like it'd be better to be casual about this kind of thing and not be a huge toad. Yeah. Um, so, but ho- I would love if this guy does like a 180 and is like, I'm going to let the people listen. Cause I want to hear this shit for real. But, um, Oh, I'm sorry. It already has been, been rebought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It got sold to an unnamed buyer. Oh, that's right. You just yeah, because I had to like well, because I it, it, they kind of say it in like a sentence, and then I kind of looked through and like I couldn't find the the buyers. So I was like, I was right. almost thinking like the government was just like they had that now. And yeah, that's <laughs> what I was kind of thinking. They were on some like Indiana Jones shit. They put it up in a vault yeah. or something. But I was like, no, they did. They just moved it. Or they're just like in the Capitol building, just bumping or something. <laughs> yes, that would be the move, dude. <laughs> You just loosen your tie at the fucking party, eating a pizza. Uh, with that new woo. I guess that new old woo. But Cash ruled everything around Martin Strickelli, and now he owes hella dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. Um, But we got some more Olympic news, believe it or not. You know, I'm sure they thought we were done with the sports ball, but we're not done with the sports ball. Well, uh, more well. like sports and lack of balls. Oh, oh. <laughs> both lack. both in the sport and the person. <laughs> Brad, you're so sensational. Uh. Um, but Simone Baez, um, she has uh, withdrawn from the Olympics, um, like the all around competition, just the general thing. She's out, um, and she did it to focus on mental well being. So it kind of harkens back to like the Naomi Osaka thing where, you know, people are like, why are you like folding under the pressure? Why are you like not up to test? This is your moment. Like, it's so crazy to see all these armchair fucking athletes come out of the woodwork with shit to say. It's it's insane. Um, I believe, what is it? Peter Degojevic, some Olympic guy who's also competing. He was talking shit about how like, hey, it's a privilege to be competing at this level. And if you are, you need to be prepared. And then proceeds. Oh, yeah, you're talking about the tennis player? Yeah, yeah. and then he proceeds to scrub out and then fucking, like, slam his fucking rack in a tantrum. So I'm like, all these people have all this shit to say about, you know, meeting the grade and, like, checking yourself. Like, when really what she did was very courageous. It's one of those things where it's, like, it's hard to say when you get to the moment, I can't do it. But I have yeah. a team on the line here, and we can still do it. So it's like once she hit that her first event, 
she realized she's like, I'm wobbly. I'm not on it. Like, and then she tried to get on the next thing and she's like, no. And she looks back at her team and she goes, I can't like, you guys got to do this. Like, I know we can, but I can't right now. And I mean, that's a hard decision to make in the paint. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's some power ranger shit. That's on the red ranger, but I got to let the white ranger do the thing right now, you know? And she did that shit. Um, so, I mean, if people are going to be salty and butthurt, that is what it is. Um, Happy to see her be a cheerleader, still have a good time, and really make the most of the Olympics for not just herself but the team. So, yeah, I mean, she's just like she doesn't really have. Not she has anything to prove to anybody. Like, yeah, she's, she's already, already like, won before. She went to the twenty sixteen and blew that shit out. Yeah, she's like won more medals than like any gymnast ever yeah. already. Uh, I guess the only thing that I I feel about it is like I guess like I just hope that she. I hope at the end of the day she made. The, like that she definitely feels like she made the right decision because if this is like her last Olymp- this might be her last olympics oh yeah for sure there's, so, there's and, always a chance I mean? that like, like you go and this is your last time making it exactly. because th- and within four years or eight years whatever you realize like no nah, I'm, I'm not i don't have the body for this you know yeah. right so i just uh, i like i hope if this is her last olympics that it's you know she's happy with the decision um because at the end of the day, I still don't really understand what's going on. I think, like, I mean, there hasn't been a lot released on, like, what is going on. Um, yeah, and that's like, like, as far as, like, the mental well because that's so yeah. big. You and know? the thing is so crazy, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, because I'm kind of segueing into one of the points I kind of picked up along the way this week. Uh, listening to Joe Rogan, I know, I'm crazy, I'm wild. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. As we're hitting a bowl, right? Oh, you wouldn't believe we listened to Joe Rogan. Is there DMT in this? <laughs> um, but um, they were kind of going back and forth, and apparently there was like a Russian hack, and they revealed wow. like <laughs> medical information, and it was like said, you know, allegedly whatever that like Simone was on Ritalin, and you couldn't bring Ritalin to Japan because of their drug. Uh, yeah, um, that would fuck with you. Yeah, like yeah. if you're on a steady thing, like any kind of medical drug, and then you can't be on it. Yeah, that's gonna drastically affect you, especially in a high stakes situation. Yeah, where you're doing moves that if you don't do them correctly, not only do you not win, you might break your back, you might break your legs. Like it's that's pressure, dude. Yeah. Like I mean, that's not gonna that's gonna affect you mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's just one of those things, especially where as a gymnast, where you like, yeah. you know, you have it's to, precision. Yeah. So yeah. like, you definitely can't be a shaky and shit. Yeah. And I would say overall, you know, I, I haven't been keeping track with the team too too hard, but I think their replacement uh, has been doing pretty well. I think her name's Casey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the, like, for the most part, they've been like meddling. Yeah. Like whether it's meddling, bronze, silver, or right. sometimes gold, but they've been they've been. Hanging in there. Right, dude. So go us. USA. USA. Um, yeah, you hear that, Germany? <laughs> you hear that, Germany? Where's your gymnastics? <laughs> you went there, guys. No, we love oh, you. Oh, we do love you. Um, all of you. Even you, Russia. What, what, do you, what, I was going to ask. I was like, what's yeah. our, do you know our German list? We're not going to put it. No, I have there. no idea. And I, I'm beginning to think that they're a zeitgeist. Like, that they are in. Oh, you don't even know the person? No, no, dude. Because And then I found out there's another. Mystery mystery German listener, please email us at nowandthenpodcastgang at gmail.com and, and, and talk to your boys. <laughs> Reveal yourself, Let us please. Know what's up. Yeah, we yeah. want to hear from you. He, they might be our Zordon. They might, like, come through the fucking thing and, like, give us, like, tasks and shit. <laughs> Make it's cool. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, that sounds lit. Um, but yeah, 
Shout out to that German <laughs> listener. <laughs> um, yeah, but are your gymnastics teams probably decent? I hope. Yeah, they gotta be solid, <laughs> right? They're, they're, yeah, probably. Better than their army. Wow! <laughs> okay, I had to go in. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, in the Associated Press, the CDC changes course on indoor mass in some part of the U.S. Um, like, yeah, I heard that California was getting pretty. Shit's getting weird. Shit's getting different. Um, people don't like it. People are upset. Uh, pretty yeah. much. I mean, I'm not particular. Like, I'm not like an anti-masker. Yeah. Or, you know, I whatever. Like, I'm not making a big stink about it. But like, yeah, I would. I would ideally like to continue to not have yeah. to wear masks places. Like, yeah. And I think people are a bit upset because the CDC came out and said, "Hey, you can take them off. Yeah. There's no need for them." But now, months later, we have to put them on. Now, granted, I understand. I think you understand as well. It's about the progression of this virus. It went from yeah. the strains that we knew, the variants that we knew, and to then seeing what Delta could do. And now we are really experiencing it. And the fact that, and I think what they've pretty much boiled it down to is the viral load thing. So it's like, if you get a breakthrough infection with the vaccine, what that means is you're still carrying the same amount of virus that a person who isn't vaccinated could carry. Yeah. So it's it's not defeating the purpose. It's just making it so it's like you're transferring it, which is the whole point of the mask in the first place. Some people think, oh, I'm putting this mask on to protect myself. And it's like, yeah, sort of. But it's really to protect you from others. Yeah, like exactly. your shit doesn't cough out into other people's air. Yeah. And indoors where there's potentially no ventilation or it's too close – Obviously, mass is going to be helpful, mm-hmm. um, you know. It, but it, it's kind of almost a toss-up at this point. Like that's just a CDC recommendation. Yeah. People don't have to take that until the state says something, you know. Yeah. And so far, we don't. Dwine hasn't said anything, um, at least not to my knowledge. Um, so I mean, we'll see. I'm personally okay with wearing a mask if I got to go back to that. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah, like I'll we'll do it there, whatever is necessary. Yeah, like, but like. Yeah. At the um, same time, it's just like, damn, COVID. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. And and also kind of merging this into my next thing, there is a situation with the veterinarian's um, affairs department. They're going to be pretty much mandating vaccines onto their employees. I believe 150,000 employees are going to be getting mandated. You in- said New, the New York, like New York City employee, like cities of... Or say that no, again. it's federal. It's oh, federal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's, why it's, that's why it's such a big number. So it's I, was like, trying, I was like reading something. Yeah, I was like, it's part yeah. of it. Um, but for the vet, uh, vet, Veterans Affairs Department. Okay, okay. Yeah, so 150 of them. So pretty much the people who are in the medical field of it. So if you're actually like hands-on with veterans, they want you to be vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, and, okay. you know, so for like public health, public uh, safety, that's what more or less Biden has narrowed this down to like his reasoning. Mm-hmm. But then naturally, this is obviously causing immediate backlash because I think actually it's kind of weird. They're at 70% vaccination. If you're just looking at the VA in general, yeah, like they're higher than America as a whole. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So they're actually doing well. But the problem is not everyone is vaccinated, obviously, and they're going to be affected by this mandate. And people are like, that's against my rights. Like, I don't like this. I'm upset. <sighs> yeah. I, and... Man, I can. It's it's so tricky because you yeah. see both sides of it. Like, and, it's... and also it's the trickle. Like, it's yeah. this is the beginning of it. You know, they're. I don't they... think they should 
sign any kind of law that forces you to take any kind of shot, yeah. whether it's a you know vaccine, blah blah blah. Even though it's you know you should get vaccinated, and I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying like I don't. It just seems. I do believe that it just seems sketchy for the government to say, hey, yeah. this is a law. You have to go get this like yeah. shot into you. When you're talking just, rights, it's very hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, whether you work at a VA or really in, like, in general, probably should get vaccinated. But especially if you work at a VA hospital, you yeah. should get vaccinated. Right. Like, or even just a hospital in general. But mm-hmm. like, and, like, man, VAs, VA hospitals, that's just like a whole history of them getting fucked. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like, and that's kind of I panned out on this, and maybe this is for, me being. Our listeners like, who don't know, VA hospitals have a very long-running bad history of uh, just abuse, neglect, yeah, exactly. like just pretty much just being passed over. Like you did this great service, thank you, but we don't remember your name. You know, you're just a number, and we'll get you your money when you get it. Like type shit, it's terrible. Um, but that's actually a notorious thing that governments do to their soldiers. That's a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> It's it's tricky, man. It's a tricky wicket because <laughs> it's a tricky wicket. You, you know, you're me- you're telling people, hey, we got to do this. I'm and still thinking of tricky wicket. You got to. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why I put it in there. Slip it in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I remember hearing about smallpox stories where they literally had to like nap people in rooms and like inject them and it's like this was your plan and it's like that would never work these days like <laughs> you would you would have to have an ss team to make that happen in 2021 so i don't know it's tricky and i and i, I was saying earlier actually i got my full thought um like from a conspiratorial thing kind of like how you said like how the the vets are always kind of fucked with yeah like i kind of feel like it's almost like let's just try it over here let's try mandates in this specific thing oh, yeah. and see what happens because like in worst case they fight us over it and we walk down and i guess people get covered like and i i don't know like it's just something that it it, it makes me sad and um you know the whole situation sucks ass um you know I would say get I would say get the jabs, just get it, do the thing. Um, but you know, everybody's gonna do what they're gonna do. This is this is America. Um but moving, aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. even actually though, even Donald Trump says get the shot, really, if you're being honest. I mean, at least when you were under his time, yeah, he's old and he doesn't want to die. Yeah, get the get that. So listen, listen to daddy. He's like, I don't want to get the, the variant. <laughs> I can't I'm get too the delta. handsome. <laughs> I got to enjoy my time in Key Largo. Um, in New York, 10 people were shot in an alleged gang attack in New York City. Uh, this was some GTA shit, and I'm going to let uh, Brad see the video. I don't think there's any sound to it, though. Um, those dudes come through shooting. Those are the dudes on the scooters. And by scooters, I mean bikes. Like They pretty much are like the Vespas you see in like yeah. GTA or whatever. Um, and then they're just shooting down the street. Pop, 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 pop. Um, they hit about 10 people, ages 10 to 72. But, oh, wait. So, is this, is this not gang-related? That's anything? what people are thinking. Well, but but it seems like a bunch of randoms got hit. Because they were just in the street. You okay. Know? Yeah, but but there was a cluster of, like, I think two to four gang members oh, okay. shot. Like, yeah. But the crazy thing is... Yeah, the way this goes down is very heisty, like, GTA yeah. mode. Like, yeah. Two by two, the other two after they're done. Yeah, they two hop shooters, on the bike. two bike, yeah. two uh, two riders, and they hop right on. Yeah, and they out. 
Did so they haven't caught these guys? Yeah, they're on this. They're like on the loose, so they're looking for them. Um, they were wearing masks and hooded sweatshirts. Um, yeah, it's crazy shit. Um, you don't see that every day. You don't see that, <laughs> right? I mean, I we I try to stay away from the shooting news, but um, that was just that caught my eye. So. Well, we do see that every day in America. <laughs> yeah, we do true. literally see that every day. Yeah, but, that's just numbers. Number. But, and, but, and, but not and also the fact that no one no one was murdered. Like, what do you mean? Like they there were just injuries. No one was. Oh, nobody no died. One was fit. These guys are so bad at this shit. Oh, dude, as cool oh, as that looked, like they were bad at that. They they should not have quit their day job. They. <laughs> So, um, so good that no yeah, one got good. shot. Uh, yeah, good. I was like, no, I, was like, no, I no, figured no. all. Yeah, because it sounds really grievous, but then that's how they close it out. At the end is like, it was um. Okay, so yeah. so GTA mission complete, but then like when like the stats pop up, you get like a bronze. Yeah, like, like what? What? Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> you get a call from the guy. He's like, you didn't even fucking kill him, mate. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what we got. That's the news. That's the news, baby. That's the news for you. Let's go ahead and jump on this time machine. Time machine. Get her booted on up. Got her filled up with gasoline. Oh, boy. You know, sometimes I like to think the time machine's kind of like a Sahara kind of vibe. Like you're tire like, pressure low. What? <laughs> you're like a like a Matthew McConaughey. Time machine has tires. <laughs> yeah, it's a Back to the Future for yeah for our listeners at home. It's like a Back to the Future deal. Oh we have, yeah. to, we have to like hit a certain speed uh, and then we're teleported through time and space. Yeah, and hold the microphone. It's kind mm-hmm. of hard. We make it work though for you guys. Yeah. Uh, but but what about me and Matthew McConaughey now? Um, you be the Matthew McConaughey in that scenario of our Sahara style time machine. I think I'm like, is that what happens in the movie Sahara? I think. Come quote me. <laughs> I like. I have like a very loose memory of that movie. I, I just remember like, there's like some. Isn't there like some big like machine? Yeah. Or like some big like sand like. Dri- like driving machine and that like gets them through time, right? Or no. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> guys. What happens in the movie Sahara? What happens in Sahara, guys? I'm pretty sure the whole movie is just them like driving through the desert, and he's like, "Wow, this is crazy." Because oh, I'm Matthew no. McConaughey. Look at my abs. That's yeah, probably the whole thing. He's in a he's in a fucking a tank like the whole time, just just rocking it. Some cargo pants. Hey, yeah. living mean, his best. That sounds like it's a box office hit. Just yeah, just that alone. Yeah, I think it did. It probably made some money. <laughs> it probably made money. Um, enough, <laughs> enough McConaughey talk. <laughs> Sorry. Get to the history here. Our first stop in the time machine this week is uh, in the year six fifty seven BC. BC before cheese. Probably, you know what they they probably they had cheese then. What was I saying? Maybe maybe not. They. Allegedly, allegedly. Do you know? I heard how they came up with cheese for the first time, or at least goat cheese. Is shepherds used to like milk the goats, and then they would like drink goat milk. Okay, and they had like these little like um, like little pouches or like you know whatever they made them out of. Yeah, they they, like would fill it up with like water or goat milk. Okay, and then as they like went up the mountain, uh, it just got like curdled it got like because it was like shaking yeah. up and i'm going up the mountain and it got like warm and stuff yeah uh it like 
By the oh. time they got to the top of the mountain, they had goat cheese. Sheesh. And they're like, they're like, oh, what's all this mush? The milk turned to mush. What? But then they're like, I'm not going to waste this precious goat mush. Oh. So then they ate it. And then, but Isaiah, it sounds gross, but it was delicious, yummy goat cheese. Yeah, it was. It probably wasn't that Cottage good, goat cheese. <laughs> mm. Have you had goat cheese though? Yeah, goat cheese is amazing. You're yeah, definitely right on the money there, but that description in a leather pouch. Honestly, like when you think about um, a lot of animal product foods in general, it just like the way you describe it, just really gross. It's always just like, disgusting. Like unfertilized chicken embryo. <laughs> Yummy! Oh my gosh, KSC. Uh, we're we're probably pissing off our listeners. Like they're like, we don't. We already know. We don't <laughs> want to know. They want to know about this damn time machine timeline. <laughs> uh. As I was saying, in the year 657, before cheese, before cheese, uh, Muwaya defeats Caliph Ali in the Battle of Sithin in Mesopotamia. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I included that one just for how, like, just Some badass. badass it's yeah, yeah. Some Dragon Ball Z shit. Muwaya. Or Muwaya and Caliph Ali. It's like some badasses. Yeah, I'm here for that. In the year 1529, Francisco Pizarro receives a royal warrant to discover and conquer Peru. Oh. Uh, which is just, like, funny because that's, like, that's so shitty. Yeah. There's just, like, the king or whatever nobility in Spain at the time was just like, oh, here you go. You can just discover and conquer. Whatever. You have my permission to dominate. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, cool, man. Yeah. Uh, so I guess he was up to the task. Actually, I don't know much about this one. I might maybe I'll. Apparently, they're up it. to the task because they yeah. speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> He's a spoiler, alert, Isaiah. <laughs> Apparently, did pretty well. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't do bad. Uh, well, they did some bad, but <laughs> true. In 1603, Bartholomew Gilbert. Is killed in Virginia by Indians during a search for the missing Roanoke colonists. Oh no, Bartholomew! Yeah, which uh, I included that one because <coughs> it's super funny to me because the Roanoke mystery is like, yeah, it is kind of an intriguing mystery in the sense that like this guy was gone for like, oh, I, it might have been like a year tops because mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta think sailing across the Atlantic in the 1600s. Yeah, that was a feat, but it still only took like three, four months or something like that. Right. Um, it wasn't like a... It wasn't like a was, crazy, yeah. crazy, like, thing. You're not gone for a year. Or, like, or yeah, they had already... Yeah, they, they knew the route. Mm. So, uh, he, like... I mean, he's gone for maybe, like, a year tops. And by the time he comes back, the whole colony is just, like... It was, like, at least 70 to 100 people just gone. Yeah. Um, I think more than that, actually. But point is, is that the whole colony was gone. And, and it's... Nobody knows what happened. There's all these conspiracies. Uh, the fucking Indians that lived around there, like they asked them, um, like actually it was the, uh, leader of, of Jamestown. Mm. So it was like, which is uh founded in 1620. So like less than like 20 years later, they asked the, the Indian tribe of that area. They're like, Oh, what happened to the Roanoke people? And they're like, Oh, we killed them. And they were like, no, you didn't. That's a pistol. Like, I, I guess it's just going to be a mystery that's never solved. And they're like, no, we scalped them. And they're like, unsolved mystery. <laughs> just like really nervous. What like, a caper. <laughs> just really forcing it. Um, 
but yeah, and then and then this Bartholomew Gilbert guy goes trying to search for him, and he gets killed. So, what do you think happened, guys? I think in the Indians killed him. Yeah, mystery pro- solved. They proved their point. <laughs> the Roanoke Colony mystery solved here on the Now and Then podcast by Brad and Isaiah. We went there. We did it. We did it. That's what a hot historian does. <laughs> hot historian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we 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 haven't branded that enough. We really got to keep it going. <laughs> Stoke it. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. 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 Good. Good fire. Stoke in the flames of history. <laughs> We're doing it. In 1770, William Clark, American explorer, led the Corpse of Discovery with. Damn, I'll fuck that one up. The Corpse. It yeah, like 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 uh like C O R P S corpse like oh the yeah. core core yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah, core I I was literally just like wait is he saying like a fancy term for like a dead body and I don't know okay gotcha yeah yeah oh my bad no you're totally fine I, I messed that one up anyway so we'll start over. I like it. it was provocative in 1770 William Clark uh was born and he was known as uh an American explorer and he led uh the core of Discovery with Meriwether. Lewis. Yeah, the um, Lewis and Clark. the expedition. Yeah, yeah. I think they yeah. called them the expeditions. Man, we hacked that one. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We all learned this in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That was like, that was like the extent of American history. Yeah. They're like, oh, Native American history. Oh, like slavery history. Like uh, all this uncomfortable shit. Yeah. Just Lewis and Clark. Lewis it was, and Clark. It was just Lewis and Clark. And then, hey, what about Sacagawea? Yeah, she was there. Uh, but like, yeah, we she's, don't really, she's on the coin. You'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn later. Really? Uh, in 1775, the Continental Congress establishes a postal system for the colonies with Benjamin Franklin as the first postmaster general. Damn, what a title, dude. Yeah. I feel like, uh, honestly, I just feel like Ben Franklin just took that job. Like, I feel like they would just kept giving Ben Franklin oh, dude, jobs yeah, back yeah. then because he was just smart and like, I think real shit. Affluent. He might like, have been America's first influencer. Yeah. You know, like Yeah, that's for real. You know, yeah. like he literally could just come through off the strength of his personality and old like deeds and stuff that you heard about him would come in when you over and you're like, shit, chocolate blue. Oh my <laughs> god. This guy, he did everything. Let's just give him a new thing. Like let's just give him a new thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. I heard he fucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, guys. Ben Franklin, Ben Franklin fucks. fucks. <laughs> Still fucks. Still fucking, dude. <laughs> um, dude, if there's an afterlife, Ben Franklin is is dicks out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I was, that was also the joke I was gonna make before. I was like, I feel like he just he just took all those jobs just because he's like, will it get me more puss? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, like, like he was um Hugh Hefner type. Yeah. You know. I know. I feel like he's a bro type. Probably him and like Sam Adams jerking each other off. That's why he said puss. <laughs> <laughs> it's real, just real guttural about it. Yeah. Uh, in 1779, Francis Scott Key, author of the Star Spangled Banner, is born. Oh shit! And uh, this little ditty. Yeah. Right. He and he just took like an English drinking song. I, I forget the title of this drinking song, but yeah. you can Google it. It's like the story's there. Yeah, the story's there. Like. Um, they he's know, like, like prisoner, and he's like it's like the yeah. exact same melody. He just it's like if you took like Katy Perry's fireworks and like <laughs> and just like 
wrote your own lyrics to it. Oh, this is a review that he needed. He needed Isaiah, you're my favorite guy. I just want to love you. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just missed the rhyme. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, he just, showed up. He just wrote his own fucking lyrics to somebody else's song. So, but, but he was like, under duress. Like, I'll give him credit. Like, he's like that flag. It was still there, and they didn't hit it for shit. <laughs> they couldn't hit their bombs. <laughs> couldn't dig with their bombs. Uh, dude, I can't wait to get on this boat and tell the world. <laughs> and he did. Salute, <laughs> dude. Bars. Bars! In 1791, Robert Carter III, a Virginia plantation owner, frees all 500 of his slaves in the largest private emancipation in U.S. history. That's a big move. Yeah, yeah, I include that one because I thought that was, I thought that was solid. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, uh, I mean, literally, literally the least you could do is free the it's hu- just, humans that you buy. It's just understanding at some point that it's like, even if I don't care about being wrong the jig is up like yeah. you know like I, that's the thing that kind of makes me the I'm most curious. upset is like how stubborn the south was about it yeah like yeah you know exactly. like you looked around the, internationally you oh, saw yeah, that britain, people were changing britain, yeah britain yeah. had uh they were like outlawing 30 it. years before yeah. yeah so it's just like read the room and they're like no read the room. no we need this it's our <laughs> business they literally have the same complaints across the pond they're doing fine and it's just like <laughs> okay yeah no exactly it's yeah um well and i just i, I thought that was interesting because like like what kind of like i'm curious to like what his like state of mind was like uh or like or like his like change of heart or yeah like like, yeah. What, like like you know it like, is always interesting to hear like like you know because you bought 500 people and had a whole ass plantation yeah. but then one day you're just like you know what what am i doing Pulls an ass catch yeah. on like, okay, like, yeah, I get the- Wait, you said pull the ass. <laughs> no, you did not. I, I did. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm going somewhere else. I'll see you later. Oh my god, dude. The that analogy just blew my mind. <laughs> you I'm, I'm just compared. The freeing of slaves. I mean, I feel like that's the with, mental best case scenario for these guys. With <laughs> to be fair, of the two of us, you, you can make that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I feel like but, I can say that. It's not cringe. But that's, it's not even cringe. It's just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you, you compared the freeing of slaves with, with the episodes where Ash, like, randomly will be like, you know what, Bobblesore? You, you should be on your own. Like, <laughs> Charles, like, you're really the best, but. You're, you're so smart and independent. Like, should, should I even be a tra- should should Pokemon even be like you know he has like the existential thing around <laughs> yeah. a while like, go be free butterfly uh, I I mean most likely he was like look if I don't free that them, was my they're gonna, <laughs> they're solid they're gonna kill me so like I'm just gonna let him go which which actually now that I say that was my Ash Ketchum voice I think in like the later cartoons they did like deepen it and made it a little like more tolerable because guys go back and watch indigo league i try to go back for the nostalgia <laughs> like the animation is like is solid like that 90s pokemon cartoon but you're not uh, a fan of the yeah. video yeah. oh my god dude the voice act like oh, yeah, ash's yeah. guys go back and watch indigo league ash's voice is literally yeah, god, yeah. go pikachu oh yeah. yeah i can't even i can't even get it's, high it's very rugratty it's so high pitched yeah. i can't even it's it's obnoxious. 
1848, a rebellion against British rule is put down in Tipperary, Ireland. Oh, shit. Uh, and, like, Britain... I, I just just leave Ireland alone. They can't, they can't though, Brad. Don't you understand? Like we we need Ireland. <laughs> the same thing as the South. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they might have been able to let go of the slaves, but they could not let go of Ireland. <laughs> it's really sad. Oh man, uh, they're resorting to terrorism. Well, okay. <laughs> like, I, I just think that was funny. It's like that the. Uh, I guess they are different islands. I was gonna say like like the British islands like or like uh, the the UK like yeah they're all like the same people mm-hmm. like you know they all like like there's different cultures. Um, I guess the Vikings they kind of run through there and then the, like, so the, they're all like half Viking. Britain <laughs> feels entitled to it just like for varying reasons that they feel entitled to everything. But a, I've heard a lot of things like from a military perspective, they needed Ireland to be specifically locked up with them because if they were ever occupied yeah, by just a, for like, mm-hmm. like just for like because then that person would then be yeah, on your that. door, yeah. And so you're like, we need this, like whether we want it or we don't, but they do, like you know, <laughs> but I mean? they do. Like I feel like that kind of argument's just bullshit anyway, and that's just them trying to like make a reason. Yeah, but, I guess ultimately, like what I'm getting at is getting kind of like, uh, like maybe part of what you're saying is like like why like i just feel like it was kind of like a dynamic of like britain was just like this mean big brother and like they just could like dude like you just don't have to like you just don't have to like but they're just like nah fuck ireland yeah like but i mean it's kind of a european thing i mean it's kind of like a general superpower thing is when you have the juice you want to take over the neighboring areas you feel entitled to it and it's just like you you lay off of them if they fight for That's their true. independence. Like historically, and, Europe is like yeah. Until the last, until like the end of World War Two, like mm-hmm. Europe was just constantly, constantly jostling over over territory. Like learning about Hungary, even a little bit I've learned recently. I just it's like oh shit, like they've been constantly overlapped. Same thing with Poland, you know, yeah. like constantly just taking over, taking breaking out. Like it's crazy shit. Um and. 1858, Japan signs a treaty of commerce and friendship with the United States. Wholesome. Yeah. Friendship. Treaty of commerce and friendship. Yes. Japan said, oh, I see you are a country of culture as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. They, uh, I think that's also cool because Japan had like, clo- previous to that, they had like closed themselves off from the rest of the world they were very like, isolated. 200 or more years. It was a long time. Yes. Like they just were like, Fuck everybody else. We got everything we need on this island. Stay the fuck out of Japan. Yeah. Get out of my lawn. Because they felt like generally anytime they dabbled. They were about <laughs> anytime they dabbled, they would just feel like we're just punishing ourselves for trying to interact with these people. Like yeah. they're diluting our way of life and our way of living. Let's just close our borders. And then it's like, well, I mean, the world's coming. <laughs> um in 1863, Henry Ford, founder of the Ford Motor Company, is born. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, son. Was he built for tough? Um, well, I guess, I guess to some extent, because he like yeah. he, he lived. I was gonna say no, because he died, but he lived to be like 70 years. Hey, 70. every Ford dies. Let's just say like, it. Let's yeah. just be real, Brad. <laughs> I'm sorry, fans, but every Ford dies. I can say that I had one. 
Oh yeah, no, for yeah, I, I had a, a Ford for a couple of years, and the transmission went out twice on it. Oh my god! Yeah, fuck, fuck Fords. I kind of want to say it. Yeah, fix or repair day. Oh, I mean, I do like a good Mustang. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little basic bitch for that, but um, yeah, Stangs are cool. They're cute. Yeah. Um. Except for like the fuck boys that drive through neighborhood like super loud. And, yeah, and they're challengers or whatever. Or the Dodge, but brr, brr, brr. same fucking difference. My wiener's Michelle, small. My Shelby. <laughs> that's that's the, that's the energy. Yeah, that's all I hear when they're revving their burnouts in the fucking cold de sac. That's grown. Uh, in 1868, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, which guarantees citizenship to all those born. Or naturalized in the United States is adopted. Sweet. Yeah. Which, uh, I kind of forget what is naturalized. Like, what does that mean? Or, like, yeah, like, like, what, like, what is it? Like, what is a naturalized citizen again? Oh, shit. Let's look it up. Let's actually get a definition. Because, uh, because I always like to approximate. Is it, does that mean, like, you were, like, maybe they're, maybe they're just mean, like, those born, like, born by citizens and then maybe naturalized as you're born in the country so you're a citizen but you're uh the process to become a u.s a citizen? citizen if you were born outside of the u.s oh okay yeah so you so, okay so you can just just so just immigrating and becoming a full citizen mm-hmm. basically like, mm-hmm. okay. yeah um but yeah that's pretty cool and it's, then uh, I, that's like 1868 that kind of like the ellis island really started popping up yeah that, so that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. yeah uh, in 1883, Benito Mussolini, dictator of Italy, is born. Boo. Yeah, boo. He, he dictated that bitch from 1922 to 1945. Yeah, he was an asshole. Until he got sh- strung up and rocks thrown at him. It's frustrating because I would say, yeah, maybe this is controversial, but like in the beginning, the way he came up, it you got you got like he was an up and comer like yeah, yeah you understood the energy like oh this guy's going places like yeah. him and his group they they seem to mean well him and Hitler they made socialism look bad <laughs> well they made it look bad but in the beginning they made it look good and in the beginning yeah, yeah exactly. but you're right you're right and that's the thing that upsets me a lot because I feel like when I boil myself down the way I feel like I think I feel like I'm very like socialist like yeah. I feel like I think in that way but in America. And in most places, that's looked at as such a negative way of thinking because of those people, because of Mussolini and Hitler. And it's like, it's just like, okay, let's be socialist, but let's not be Italy or German yeah. socialist. Let's, let's be, not be fascist. Let's, be, let's not be fascist. Yeah, there, yeah. It's really that easy. And it's like people kind of... Let's be Canada socialist. Yeah. Canada doesn't have a dictator. Yeah. Or do they? Trudeau, looking at you. <laughs> um, no, nah, he actually is like, I mean, I don't know. He's so handsome. Like he, he did a blackface thing, so that's kind of weird. But you know, wait, he that that is like a, the Canadian that prime minister. He's like super handsome, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty I, I thought, yeah, I thought I was thinking the right. Good guy. old yeah. Justin. He's yeah. he's he's attractive. Yeah, he's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of attractive, uh, guys, let us know. Um, we're taking a poll here. Are we? Yeah. Who's hotter? Young Mussolini or young Stalin? Oh my god, that is a hot poll. Oh man, because Google both of them, they're actually like they're both like not yeah, bad, yeah, not bad. Yeah, it, I wish we could put this up somewhere, but we're, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And it's oh my god, if we did that Facebook poll, <laughs> we'd be Zuckerberg would shoot us. <laughs> he would come to my house and shoot me. In 1898, Spain, through the offices of the French Embassy in Washington D.C., requests peace terms in its war with the United States. Um, and I just think that's funny because it's like Spain had their friend break up with them, <laughs> or it's, it's like Spain having like their friend break up yeah. with them, like. Just do it through this guy yeah. so that so, we don't have to really get our hands dirty. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, we don't like, want to look weak. We go, we go break up with uh, France for us. <laughs> Why can't you do it? It's just a thing if I go and he'll cry. Like, could you just please? Um, Jolly good. <laughs> uh, in 1904, the Trans-Siberian Railroad connecting the Ural Mountains with Russia's Pacific Coast is completed. Hell yeah. Which uh, I've included that because, like, that had to be insane, that construction process of that railroad. Yes. Because that's, like, some of the toughest terrain, terrain. Like, on Earth for real. Yeah. It, the tigers eating you in the middle of a blizzard. I couldn't Touch imagine. You. You're <laughs> hammering fucking, like, spikes in, and then you just get. One of you, you're, up. you're, like, pretty sure one of your friends got dragged away by a Yeti. <laughs> yeti. Uh, oh no! <laughs> in 1914, Austria-Hungary declares war on Serbia, beginning World War One. Beef. <laughs> Austria-Hungary got beef. Got beef. <laughs> Apparently, you did. They did. They're like, oh no, Franz Ferdinand, why? <laughs> why? Porque? Everybody, yeah, everybody jumps in. <laughs> In 1920, the 19th Amendment to the United States Constitution is ratified. Uh, the 19th Amendment, for anyone who doesn't know, was uh, the women's right to vote. Oh, it gave women the right to vote. Yeah. Nice. Which, I, which, yeah, suffered. Which uh, I just think it's insane that I don't know about other countries and their laws, like uh, like European countries, like mm-hmm. that might or like. Not so specifically European countries, but I'm just saying like just abroad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like these other countries, like when did they give women the right to vote? Like I don't know. It I, is a good question. Something I have it's learned just insane to me though that it took us till 1920. Yeah, yeah that's like a hundred years ago. Yeah, women have only been allowed to vote. Like their opinion only kind of mattered until like or it didn't matter at all, and like they decided it like mattered in like 1920 i don't know it's just it's just fucking crazy that like yeah half mm-hmm. the people in the world didn't get to fucking vote yeah for yeah. most of history it's crazy um it's weird how voting evolves because you clearly see when you look at it from a bird's eye it's only meant to help rich people <laughs> like it's only supposed to be affecting the rich and empowered and it takes a lot of time for that to change and sadly, America drug its feet in the ground for as long as they could. And they're like, okay, fine. All right, ladies. Okay. You can vote. Like, it, it is sad. It's sad as fuck. Um, you know, you got to vote to try to get your voice heard. But at the same time, it can feel like a rigged game. And once again, another podcast. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the government's a rigged game. Anyway, <laughs> voting is sort of a joke, but it's a joke we have to participate in. It's really fucking annoying. It's all a charade. You got to eat the punchline sometimes, but yeah, okay. I'm done. I'm done ranting. 
1929. I'm sorry, 1921. Um, that's 1921. One. Adolf Hitler becomes the president of the Nationalist Socialist German Workers Party, aka the Nazis. The Nazis. Uh, um, damn Nazis. Wah, wah, wah. Fucking losers. Making socialism look bad again. Yeah. Fucking goose egg. Um. So way to go, dick face. Like I love it was like everyone's like, oh look at their jazzy new policies and their cool outfits, and it's like, (laughs) stop, stop, stop. None of this is cool. None of these fucking policies are good. Really, if you look at them, please stop. They got something going on with that Adolf. Or actually, I don't even know if he was in. in, I think I think part of the problem, and uh, no offense to our German listener out there, because we just been we just been on this German listener the whole episode, (laughs) just. Ragging on Germany. This is not letting them go. No, but um, I was gonna make a, another joke about Germany <laughs> that I don't. I don't know if it was just because this is actually historically historically accurate too. Is a lot of these initial meetings uh, and really like uh, where a lot of even like before they had the like Nazi meetings and, and or like the socialist workers union meetings, mm-hmm. but, like whatever before they had those even uh, like Hitler was going to these beer halls. And like he, hearing all this him, yeah. kind of stuff, and like he kind of put it to, put together a lot of the stuff he was hearing with stuff that he felt and yeah. his extremeness, and kind of like packaged it together into like the what became the Nazi thing. Yeah, and then uh, but but again, all those meetings were like in beer halls, and basically it just from all of like the documentaries on Nazi stuff and World War II stuff that I've seen over the years, it seems like most of like German affairs it seems like half of germany was just beer halls and it kind of makes sense like yeah like oh i had our now like I, it's nazis are terrible the whole thing like how did hitler and nazis like how were they able to take over germany because you guys were all drunk <laughs> everybody i'm pretty sure everybody in germany back then was just was just in the beer halls just getting Schlotz. I mean, that was literally the apex of your day because i don't say that's a bad money. thing yeah say, like it's, it kind of sounds lit until Nazis take over. Yeah, but, I mean, it was sadly a really good politicking strategy to do most of your politics outside of a political arena and yeah. do it where people lived yeah. and really say things directly to them. Um, I mean, it's pretty much how he went and got into the party and then jettisoned up into the leader of the party, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's very, very interesting. Also in 1921, Canadians Sir Frederick Banting and Charles Best isolate insulin at the University of Toronto. Oh hell yeah! It's like, uh, and then the uh, first like insulin, insulin, <laughs> insulin, insulin. The first insulin uh, injection was uh, done on a patient like less than a year later in 1922. So, um, also crazy that like I was saying, like women have only had the right to vote for like a hundred years. People, diabetics have just been hella dying for. Up until 100 years ago, like, they yeah. weren't able to get insulin until... Yeah, dude, it's fucking that's fucking wild. Crazy. I mean, I think that's part of the reason why the market is so crazy high for the shit, because, I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's sad and crazy at the same time, because that means people were living and dying with that, you know. Yeah, exactly. With yeah. No, no treatment. And probably didn't even know what was wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1928, Stanley Kubrick, film director is born hell yeah uh he directed such things as spartacus uh i'm spartacus 2001 a space odyssey 
I need to see that movie actually. Yeah. I'm afraid you can't do that, Isaiah. There, yeah, there it is. There's a <laughs> I can't do that, Bob. No, but 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 you can. Just it's a actually I think it was on YouTube even last time I fucking saw. Wow. Like, <clears throat> Let me watch that shit for free. For free. For free. In 1929, Jacqueline. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm not saying her name right. You're fine. In 1929, Jacqueline Bouvier <laughs> Kennedy Onassis. Oh, that's proper respect. Yeah. Wife of President John F. Kennedy is born. She wasn't even like a like a. I don't know where she's from, but I'm making her sound like she's from Texas. <laughs> like she's like. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't know. Sorry, sorry, guys. It's not her episode. But well, also, that's our episode. That name. Actually, she might be on the title. We don't know yet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Jacqueline Bovier Kennedy Onassis. I like Bovier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. L- little French girl. Yeah. <laughs> French girl. Oh my god. Also, I like that. Like everybody was like, like, oh, like. Jackie O, like, yeah. you know, she was so hot, man. Like, oh, uh, okay. I'm, oh, man, dude, you're going no, there. Jack, you guys, you're going there. Yeah, I'm going there. I'm sorry. The, I'm not trying to be like, like, sound like a, a I don't know what the word. She was born, born in New York. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know, like, there, what, where, I'm not trying to sound like. There's a your picture. So yeah. let's, let's get to it, Brad. All right. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? That's actually a decent <laughs> picture of her. And it's still, she still looks like a damn hammerhead. <laughs> Okay, um, let me counterpoint. Let me counterpoint because I initially felt like, I'm like, Jackie's so cute. Like, she's so adorable. And my friend hit me with the same shit. She goes, Isaiah, look up a picture of Jackie right now. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And yeah, like, I did. misremember. Yeah. And it's just like, you're being nostalgic. And yeah. I'm like, ah, but she's kind of cute. Some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the I don't, I don't get into it, but I know you. I know exactly I, what it is. <laughs> it's the it's the possible fetal alcohol syndrome that she. <laughs> oh, they're the Lee family. They're dynasty. From, from someone who. Oh god. Take it from somebody who has uh, extensive family in West Virginia that oh, has god. suffered from fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> uh, I know what that face looks like. She her guys look up. Jackie O. Her, her eyes are hella far apart. This She's just not cute. This is your Carter Brown. I can't, I can't participate on this one. I oh, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting canceled for my... For my <laughs> I'm going to get canceled for my take You're on like, Jackie O. This ableist motherfucker. <laughs> I, uh, knew, I knew where you were going the second you started. <laughs> it's not that everybody isn't beautiful in their own way, but... Uh, just not Jackie O to me. <laughs> Whew. Hashtag he said it. Uh, yes. Sorry if I offended anybody with my hot Jackie O take. Like, that's so relevant. <laughs> but obviously you're not alone. Like I said, someone told this to me. Like, I'd say, look at her picture. I was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> In 1932, the bonus army of impoverished World War I veterans is violently pushed out of Washington, D.C. Oof. Um, which, you know, speaking of like the VA stuff earlier, like in treating our veterans like shit. Yeah. Uh, the bonus army is like, I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, uh, they offered or they, they told soldiers in world war one that they were going to get a bonus of some sort mm-hmm. for like fighting in the war. And, uh, 
or like probably seeing like in, like action or combat at least definitely but point is that they're supposed to get a bonus uh and the government just never delivered on it they never got no never no one ever got a bonus and then uh classic government yeah plus like you know we just don't take care of our veterans in general when they come back so like the veterans were uh as i read impoverished uh and they basically just fucking i mean this is 1932 so this is a solid 10 years after world war one ended yeah. and they're showing up like yo it's been a, a decade and yeah we're still fucking struggling and y'all where's that helping. bonus like, yeah. yeah we literally were promised this yeah. and then they uh they say so they march on washington about it and they get straight up like shoot violently pushed out violently shoot away yeah it's um, it's really sad it's cringe that it's not just american society i'm learning but literally it's just general operating procedure you get this group of people together to defend what you want them to defend they do it and then you go money what a crazy thing huh who has it like and you guys have it give it to us and they go we don't have it for you sorry and then you just let these people rot who literally like put their lives on the line went through trauma sorry like you know it's it's a fucking shame it's a travesty but yeah systematic System. In 1938, George Eastman demonstrates his color motion picture process. Ooh, jazzy. That's why we have uh, Wizard of Oz, which uh, I think also came out in 38 or 39. That's why it's in color. Mm, Okay, cool. Like, that's why they do Wizard of Oz does that drop on you. Yeah, it's very. Oh, look, look at the. Guys, come come out and see this new movie, Wizard of Oz. And, And then people will go out and see it. And then they're like, you know, it starts off in black and white. Yeah. And then you're thinking like, oh, this is a cute little movie. You know, yeah. just another black and white movie. You know, out on a Friday night with my best gal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out, out, at, the, out at, the, at the moving pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you're, you're just like watching it. Oh, that's Wizard of Oz. This is a cute little film. Huh, Martha. You know her name's probably Martha or Helen. Yeah, honey. <laughs> it's so great. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, oh, 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 look, she's in a tornado. Oh, this movie is this, this is crazy. And then, and then, next thing you know, she drops into color. And people, there's probably at least three people in each theater that just blew their brains out. I mean, they're like, am I tripping? Like, am I on drugs? Like, yeah, they probably what? were like, are you are you guys fucking seeing this? <laughs> right? It's like it's like I'm looking at a real life thing. Yeah, it's like they've probably forgot. Like, like they're so amazed that they like probably like. Forgot that colors like existed in real life. Yeah, I feel like that's like how the first I feel time like I ever seen colors with sound and then color, like in in pictures. Like yeah. that would just completely floor me. Where yeah. I'm like, oh my god, did I just really hear that? Oh my god, that's what that looks like. That's the color of her dress. That's yeah, the color yeah. of his suit. Like what? Like and like I said, I just like that Wizard of Oz does that drop, where they're like, oh, just a black and white movie. No, suck it, suck it. <laughs> so. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, George Eastman. Yes. Thank you, Georgie. <laughs> Thank you for that laugh. <laughs> uh, I like that. In 1941, Paul uh, Anka or Anika? I never knew how to say it. It's uh, A-N-K-A. Paul Anka. Anka. Whatever. Uh, he's the singer of such songs as Puppy Love or You Are My Destiny or uh, my personal favorite, 
Put your head on my shoulder. And now it's a TikTok and people are getting naked and I like that. Oh, are they? Yeah, they do that and it's like at that shoulder part and they just drop and it's like and then like, you know, there's like a silhouette and the girl's like in lingerie and it's really cool. I mean, that's like yeah. hot, but why is that the song for that? I don't know. TikTok's weird. You don't ask questions. <laughs> you just take the song they give you. You just take the you just take the the lingerie. And yep, you go with it. yep. I'm like, okay. I think it, it's a it's a remix of a Doja Cat song. Like she took that beat and like made it off that song. Uh, so that's why. But yeah, I don't know who is the person who's like, oh which, yeah, this is where I get sexy. Doja Cat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 And and I was already a big fan of Cows before that. Yeah. So. I was a, I was a fan of eating them. And I def. I didn't hate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. I feel like... God help us. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel like that was... That's as bad as we ever got. Yeah, it's a little provocative. I'm but, sorry, Doge Cat. That's, we gotta lock ourselves up in horny jail. Yeah, I need to go back. <laughs> in 1942, uh, Jerry Garcia, leader and singer of the Grateful Dead, is born. Ooh. Actually, okay, we're gonna use yeah. this historic point. For a news moment, I'm gonna shove. What? Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but the the like like Jerry Garcia, like the top brand, they pretty much came in and were like, "We are not gonna be um selling to um occupied Palestine," and um everyone was in like a tizzy about that. Wait, what company is this again? Jerry Garcia. Um, you thinking of Cherry Garcia, but Ben but, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, so I, not, I, that's why I was like, I know I'm forcing that. Right high as fuck. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, they're not. So they're not selling Cherry Garcia flavor in Palestine. Why? Because of the shit going on. They're like, we don't feel like it's right for us to be selling our product. Jerry wouldn't dig it, man. <laughs> and I mean, I think it's just like because they're Jewish people, and they're like, we don't support. This so like kind Jerry of- was very into the Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for helping me smooth this in a little better. Um, he's fairly, he's very in a Palestinian relation. But also, it. it's more complicated because the brand, like the actual site making it, like in Palestine or selling it to them, they're yeah. like, we want to sell it to them. What are you talking about? So the, in the company, they're kind of like, yeah. there's a schism. Yeah. Of like, but we don't want to do that. And they're like, but do it for us. Do it for the brand. Well, and like at that point, why not just like... <sighs> If you're, if you're gonna like make a stance, make a stance and just sell, not sell your ice cream in the country at all. Yeah, because they're still why selling just make in a parts. flavor. They're still selling in parts too. Yeah, why, why yeah. just be like no cherry Garcia guys? Sorry, <laughs> like, it's such a bullshit stoner idea. Like, <laughs> you know, Ben Jerry's old old stone asses were just like they thought that they were staking it to Palestine. Fuck Zionism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's even more funny because um, what's his name? Uh, Bibi uh, Netanyahu or whatever yeah. um, was like, yeah, I guess it's a no thumbs down to Ben and Jerry. <laughs> it's like two old guys like beefing. Yeah. Like it's so awkward. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I had the lethal interjection there. My bad. No, no. Well, and also I just uh, cherry Garcia. Like, it, how do you feel just, about just, it? Is it good? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm a big fan of, of cherries. Big fan of cherry ice cream. Big fan yeah. of like Jerry Garcia. Big mm-hmm. fan of Ben and Jerry's. Like little stoner ice cream company yeah. fucking repping Jerry Garcia like that. Right. It's wins across the board. Uh, yes, exactly. It's, a good it's all tens. Yeah. <laughs> In 1943, 
Mick, a.k.a. Michael Phillip Jagger, a musician Whoa. and member of the Rolling Stones, is born. That's the first time I've heard his full name. Yeah, Michael Phillip. Bro. I got the moves like Jagger. I got the moves like Jagger. Isaiah, guys, Isaiah has the moves. And you I guys was, don't. I wasn't going to commit. To you're this. not going to see the reference, but I'm flapping like a chicken like he did at the Super Bowl. Is this, yeah. oh, those were the yeah. moves like Jagger. And that's why. And that's why. That's why, because they were dying on stage. <laughs> uh, literally, like had oxygen it was, hoses in their noses. It's amazing that they were able to perform in Cuba. Like, it's, it's... Um, bravo! I just, I don't know. Like, I was, I was gonna say something about Mick Jagger, but I'll, I'll just keep it to myself. He said, "I'm gonna let the sleeping dog lie." Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know what? I'm not. <laughs> Mick Jagger is like almost like 80 or something now, or maybe 80, I think he might be. The so, point is, is that you can look at him. Can look him. He fathered a child like at the age of like 73. Like Damn. he's his child's gonna be like he's gonna be 91 when his kid turns 18. I would love to have seed that active. He is 78 years old. Yeah, he's 78, guys. He's gonna be 90 or 91 when his kid turns 18. Sheesh! Look at that vibrant young thing. He is starting to look like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> He's like, he has that face now that's like starting to like, yeah, it's like, who is this man anymore? Oh. oh. Who is this man? Is that his daughter? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Who knows how many children Mick Jagger has? Michael's new family member? I don't, I don't know. That's, that's that's another episode. <laughs> we're falling down a Jagger hole. Yeah, we're getting in the J-hole. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like that J-hole stands for Jagger, too. It's, it's a whole Jagger hole. I know Adam Levine has gone down that road before. He never came back. I feel like Adam Levine's gone down many holes. Oh. Boy's hole. Okay, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, on <laughs> Minecraft, he heard that. <laughs> in 1945, after delivering parts of the first atomic bomb to the island of Tinian, Tinian, T I N I A N. But after delivering parts of the first atomic bomb to the island of Tinian, the USS Indianapolis is sunk by a Japanese submarine. The survivors are adrift for a little over two days before help arrives. Yeesh. It's like eleven hundred something men went into the water. Yeah, uh, three hundred died immediately from like the torpedo strike. Yeah, and like just like the da- the damage from the ship and the, you know like the immediate. Some were like boiled alive instantly. Yeah, in the yeah. Hole. Like, um, ugh. and then the survivors were like yeah, dude, chum for sharks, like. Yeah, and then 500 men uh, died in the water just as a result of either shark attack or uh, murder from other men. Yeah, dudes uh, were trying to kind of get yeah. so many ways to die out there. Imagine Drowning dying of thirst in the middle of an ocean. Yeah, oh my god, just piss you off so much. That's not how I want to go out, dude. So that's not. Um, but. Dude, like, just especially the shark aspect. That's so. In the way it got set up, like, you're on a line, you're all, like, hanging out, like, trying to stay afloat. And the next thing you know, they're nibbling at you. They're like, and the second you stop, that's when they actually try to bite. Like, come on. And then you bleed, and then it's like, 
Yeah. Get off the line, Jerry. Yeah. What do you What do you mean, Carl? I mean, I'm gonna kill you if you don't get off this goddamn line. It's like, gonna turn into like like floating Walking Dead shit. Like, yeah. Like, like, oh, you're infected now. Like, you got the you get you got bit. Get out of here. Yeah. And that's when the cannibalism started. And then <laughs> and shout then, out to last podcast. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's where the, that's where I, <laughs> last podcast on the left. Yeah. Oh god. We're shout them out. Let's do it right. We have to do it. It's, get, put some respect on their names. Um. Wild shit, though. Uh, Couldn't be me. You ain't catching me on the water <laughs> delivering no bomb. As they said, better it ain't me, though. <laughs> better it ain't me, though. <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, just that's fucking. And then and then they had the audacity to let Nicolas Cage make a movie about. <laughs> they got the audacity to let Nicolas Cage make a lot of movies. True. I heard that Pig movie's pretty good, though. Pig? Yeah. What? Yeah. Nick Cage. Does he turn into a pig? I think kind of, sort of. Like, like human fly? But he, he like fucks with pigs like mad hard. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Check it out, guys. Let, let, let us know if it's any good. In 1947, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, is born. And he is a bodybuilder. He was Mr. Universe. He was a seven-time seven Mr. Olympia. Jeez. He's an actor. Uh, in such films as Terminator, Total Recall, he's also the 38th governor of California. Yeah. What can't Schwarzenegger do, guys? He really can do whatever he wants. Like, I, he can do me, that's for sure. I mean, he he could take me out to dinner. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'll just let him take me out to dinner. <laughs> I'll pick his brain. <laughs> um, I'll gladly be in one of his movies. Kindergarten Cop 5. I know we're skipping some, but you know, it's gonna be a major event. And nineteen fifty-two, the extinction of the San Benedicto rock wren, a previously endangered species, oh. can be traced almost to the minute on the morning of August first when a volcanic eruption covered their entire island. <laughs> We can we can figure it out down to the millisecond because the ship blew up and then everything was yeah. done. <laughs> Literally. I mean, that's sad, though. Like, well, and there was the end of the San Benedicto rock print. <laughs> yeah. Shit. R.I.P. And boom goes it down. And boom goes dynamite. In 1965, President Lyndon Johnson signs the Medicare bill into law. Oh, okay. That's a good law. Good bill. <laughs> that's a good law. In 1965, also, J.K. Rowling, author of the Harry Potter series, is born. Ugh, That's I mean, not a good raw. Uh, oh, uh, like raw. Yeah, like I you say it. good law, yeah. good raw. I, uh, I try to make I try to make You it. hit her up, dog. Yeah. You did it. She'll never forget that, bro. <laughs> She's going to be tweeting about that shit later, dude. <laughs> Yo, I mean, we're big fans uh, here at the podcast. Are we? JK. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. I don't think it's our no, I was just trying to set up the JK joke. Yeah, get it? Like, you're hitting her JK, up left and yeah, right, right back. You said, I got you, bro. Expelling Artemis, bro. I'm our diver, bro. Yo, nice, nice book series, JK. <laughs> JK. Okay, well, actually, though, let's talk about it. Harry Potter's good. It's I like, fine. I like, that, I like fine. that. It. I like that the books aged with the reading audience. Mm-hmm. That's that's very cool. That's um, that's just like smart authorship. Yeah, like you know. Um, what's, um, what's your favorite dog? 
I'm gonna be real. I only read the first four. That's fine. Like, Out of those, book, book that's wise. honestly those are the honestly the best ones. Um, Prisoner of Azkaban. Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck um, yeah, bro. Yes, three is my favorite as well. Yeah. Um, four is also tight. Five sucks ass. Um, five sucks. Ass. Five literally sucks ass. I I for me, I stopped reading at that point, and I let people tell me how the story went and like watch parts in the movies. Yeah. Um, but man, like overall, Harry Potter's fine. Uh, Voldemort was really weird without a nose. Um, but I mean, I got used to it. Um, wish J.K. Rowling was a better fucking human being, but whatever. <laughs> That's basically where we're coming from. It's not, it's not the it's not Harry Potter we're ripping on. It's just J.K. Rowling. Yeah, we have to. We get to rip from Harry Potter by proxy. Because J.K. Rowling sucks. <laughs> J.K. Rowling sucks. Uh, in 1966, Charles Whitman, a uh, shooter from the Texas... Te- oh, um, he was the University of Texas shooter. From, okay. Yeah. So uh, he, what he did is... That shit is wild. Shooting from, yeah, it was wild. Shooting from the Texas Tower at the University of Texas, he killed 16 people and wounds 31 before uh, killing himself. It's like out of a movie, but it's real life. Like The way he set it up, just just starts going off and then like even like the tactics behind like kind of having the people the people yeah. he shot as like bait like this is wild um it was like the t- the tower if i'm not mistaken it was kind of like wasn't it like kind of like obelisk kind of like a tower like, mm-hmm. like like there wasn't like it basically it was like a perfect overwatch spot. exactly it was yeah. like the most perfect overall spot where he had like full range of Field of vision, yeah, but they could only hit him through a very. You small had to then, I believe, narrow. come up to and get into the tower. So it's like he was the only one who was ready for that shit. It was like a bunker. Almost, yeah, like. he was like pretty much bunkered in. Yeah. <coughs> uh, also, I include that because, like, unfortunately, we have all these you know shootings all the time. Uh, yeah, but that that one is probably like the real like first big like. Public. It was a big eye opener, I think, shooting for people. Like, where like a pedestrian just started opening up on people. Yeah, like, I think there wasn't like a big precedence for that before. Mm-hmm. Right? You weren't used to someone hop, like hopping on campus and just going buck wild like that. Yeah, not saying that it's like oh, like we're desensitized to it now, but it's just like but that it's was... happened a lot of times. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was like the first time it happened, and it was to that degree, it was very intense. Yeah. Uh, in 1967, General William Westmoreland. Claims that he is winning the war in Vietnam, but needs more men. Winning, yeah, exactly. Winning, yeah. So like, it just <laughs> that's like I'm doing great financially. I just need more money, money. and then we'll be set. We like, like we're just right there, guys. We're winning this war. We just need more men. What happened to the men that you already had? They. Die. They got us here so that we can secure the win. We just need a few more men. Uh, why are we there again? <laughs> just stop communism. Oh my god, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you not get it? <laughs> They're like Al Gore with member pigs. <laughs> super serial. Super serial. It's really scary. <laughs> In 1971. Apollo 15 astronauts take a drive on the moon in their Land Rover. Imagine whipping. Whipping, bro, on the moon. They see me rolling. Dude, I'm spacing. Patrolling. <laughs> trying to catch me. Riding. Dirty. Yeah, I was, I, we both tried to come up trying with a good Trying to catch me flying, dirty. I don't know, yeah. We tried to come up with a good space pump. Yeah, but we didn't get there. It's okay. We, we didn't get there. 
dude, I would have tried to take that bitch off of like like a crater, like try to ramp a crater. You would? Yeah. I'm too scared. I wouldn't even go you'd golfing. Be like, you'd be afraid that like you like ramp the crater and get like too much air and then just like float off. I'm just it. scared of a gravity situation. Like at any given moment, like we're just gonna be George Clooney and Sandra Bullock, and yeah. like one of us is gonna die because you did that stunt. You BMX, and now I have to die, and you get to tell our story. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Owen yes. Wilson's gonna play you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they get like, Polly Shore to play you. <laughs> you could probably sort of blame me. Yeah, it's like it's just like really like red dirt in it. Oh no, dude! Just they just, add insult to They insult. literally whitewashed me out of the movie. They literally yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's good for Polly Shore. Come on, <laughs> come on, he's trying to make a career career jump back. Right? I mean, really, Isaiah, it's not even about you, dude. You just kind of floated away. <laughs> uh, I think that was also the last uh, people while on the moon was Apollo fifteen. Yeah, because we stopped giving a fuck about that because we won the space race. Like, oh, wait, 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 like, oh Russia's not doing shit anymore? <laughs> All right, let's pack it in, boys. In 1975, Teamster leader Jimmy Hoffa disappears. Oh, whoops, where'd he go? Last seen coming out of a restaurant in Bloomingfield, Michigan. Uh, where do you think Jimmy Hoffa is right now? Buried under giant stadium. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think that's a good to answer. I don't think they put him in a ocean. I think I think they buried him. Yeah, or something. I think that, and 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 here's why that checks out is, um, I'm not saying that's that's fact. I'm just saying it's plausible because uh, it's pretty much like universally assumed that Hoffa was killed by the mafia. Yes, and or like you know, yeah. Like, um yeah he's killed by the it's it's assumed he's killed by the american mafia and the american mafia has allegedly allegedly, allegedly. in minecraft we in minecraft this we, we heard this we, ran some sense. we heard this in a in a room yeah. a chat room in a discord server uh but the uh american mafia had has like controls uh in the like construction uh, yeah especially like construction unions mm-hmm. especially construction unions in new, new york. york yeah talk about it yeah they like giuliani uh, why'd you stop again yeah um and actually, actually it even like ties into trump we're not gonna go yeah there, yeah. Like, yeah no you're right you're right uh but, like, this might be that podcast where we just do this yeah. <laughs> but so uh basically the the mob controls construction in new york or at least for big big projects, skyscrapers, mm-hmm. um, stadiums. So essentially, when they're pouring all those millions of gallons of concrete that they have to put down for like the you know base foundation of yeah. a of a stadium, like a fucking football field, uh, it wouldn't be unreasonable yeah. to think that they could just hide a little a body or two, a little body or two, and all that concrete. Yeah. Like, and who's gonna ever find it? Nobody. He didn't. And and, and when they who's and, gonna who's gonna when, pay for the scan on that? Nobody. Yeah. And when they demi- and nobody. Even, there's so much concrete. Even the scan might not even be good. Yeah. And also, uh, when they demolish it or blow it up ever, those bones aren't gonna survive that demolition. Yeah. So I mean, the perfect crime, you say? Oh, that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh. Is like uh, giants, or it's actually MetLife is what it's called. Mm. It's not even called. It used, I think it used to be called like Giant Stadium. Yeah, they rebranded it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Jimmy Hoffa buried under MetLife, or maybe Bermuda. 
Who knows? Or living in Bermuda with uh, Tupac and Elvis. Yep. And Biggie. Don't forget him. <laughs> I never forget Biggie. I never, we never forget Biggie. In 1976, David Berkowitz, a.k.a. the son of Sam. Killer, the son of Sam. Yeah. He uh, killed one person and seriously wounded another uh, in the first half of a series of attacks in New York City. Oh, what a poet. <laughs> what a goddamn asshole. Yeah. Uh, I I think Berkowitz is like, or the son of Sam, son of Sam killer. Uh, I, think, yeah. I think he's the lamest of yeah. like the serial killer. Because one, he's barely barely a serial killer, right? I think I think he like barely fits the definition. It's one of those things where you just check the boxes, yeah. You know, and not that any serial killer is cool. I'm just saying, like some are like. I mean, he's not Ted Bundy breaking out of prison. Some breaking out yeah. of prison twice, like he's not doing interesting shit like that. Some are fascinating. He's just a little, he's just yeah. a little fat weenie kid from New York. Yeah, and and uh, he's just like just like. Oh. Yeah, my neighbor's dog told me to shoot people. Mm, now I'm at it again. Yeah, I'm also an artist. I'm a poet. Yeah, like, and my friend's dad is starting some weird cult. Like, it's, it's, no. it, it turns out, like, do you, hear, do you know more about the case? Turns, a little like, bit, Something yeah. about, like, his friend's dad was, like, was like in on it mm-hmm. or, like, or something like that. It was, like, complicit, some kind of, like, weird cult shit. I don't know. He tries to stir up a lot of extra attention around himself. Like, it's kind of his aura. Like, yeah. he got caught and then was like, well, how do I jazz this up so I sound cool in prison? Like, and he just expanded on And plus, like, the letters and shit that he'd leave for the cops and shit or whatever. Just dumb shit. Just dumb. He's just dumb. Like, he's just like, you're not cute. Like, the sh- like, it'd be different if that shit was hidden. Like, I feel like he was trying to be, like, Jack the Ripper or something. And it's like, no, dude, you're just terrorizing people and shooting them. Like, even if you were Dr. Robert, he's a fucking piece of shit, too. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just dumb. Like, he was a serial killer who was, like, trying to be a serial killer. I felt like, you know? Like, yeah. what a fucking poser. What a fucking poser. Um, in 1980, Cinemax is launched. Mm. You know what that means? Cinemax <laughs> is coming. You know what that means? Sneaking downstairs at three o'clock in the morning and turning on the TV and trying to bust out a trying to quick bust one out a nut before your parents wake up, <laughs> or in my case, grandparents. <laughs> Brad, what are you doing down there? Uh-huh. I think I think one time I was uh, like my I was with my grandparents for a while when I was like thirteen yeah. uh, around that age and. They had Cinemax for, for some reason. Yeah, I think they were just watching porn sometimes because whatever. You know, you got to keep that spark alive. Yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, so I like found it one day, and of course, like I was watching it every day I could or every second I could. Like she'd leave the room, and I would like hit like like last on the you know on the. Oh, you were fiending! Like return. No, I wasn't really like that, but uh, but what I would do is like they, they would like leave like to go uh, just do whatever like bowl like cause old people bowl <laughs> yeah old people like to bowl <laughs> and play cornhole or whatever but they would go <laughs> what a what a special day yeah they they would go do whatever uh, old people did and then uh, while they're gone I would like you know little thirteen year old Brad you know check out some Cinemax mm. some, some little Skinemax mm-hmm. like and then uh. There's one time though where they came home like earlier than I thought they were gonna come. Right. And 
I wasn't even like jerking it or anything. Like I like whether I already had or not. I don't know, guys. It's different when you're a but, kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, honestly, yeah, it's, it, you're right. It's different you're when kind you're of just a kid. fascinated. It's, exactly. It's not even like about the, the masturbation part. Yeah. It's just about like, wow, I haven't seen this before. And, mm-hmm. like, this is like crazy yeah. and new and yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. And I know I'm not allowed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like um point is is that I was uh, I was watching Cinemax and it was like some soft core porn, super generic. Like <laughs> like like a sexy couples on the beach and then like and then it's just nothing but like like doggy style but you you never see any dick and, you, and they really don't even show her tits they show like an angle where like her arm blocks her tits so it's like it's a side boob or you're, something you're basically yeah. just watching two humans naked dry hump yeah is what is what you're seeing that's all cinemax is most of the yeah, time dude that's soft penny yeah but um i was like watching that and then they came home early and i like i was like oh and i like uh, ESPN. I put that. On, like, like, yeah, just like try to like cover it up. But then, but then I wasn't smart enough, or like it didn't have enough time to like do the like ESPN and then like something else, so that when they hit last on the remote, yeah, it would go, it would go to like not cinema. <laughs> Did they last on the remote though? I'm thinking they lasted on the remote. <laughs> Because they never talked to me about it. But Cinemax uh, no. stopped being a thing in that house after. No. Yeah. I like went to watch it like a week later and they're like, you do not have Cinemax or like, you know, call call to subscribe. And I was like, ah. Oh, damn, dude. The dream died. I never thought about that. That's like, yeah, that that's some hard tech to remember in a moment. Like. Oh shit! I gotta make yeah. sure I clear my. That's history. like some James Bond. Like, yeah, that's some hacker like, man shit. Like, yeah, like the, like the like the clock's ticking. Like got five seconds to defuse the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you did your best. You lived your moment. In 1981, MTV Network debuted on cable television, actually playing music videos. <laughs> <laughs> we got them. Got him. Classic. Uh, they used to play music videos just 24 hours a day, though. Yeah, which is pretty dope. And they had like actual video, like DJs, like you know, in between, actually like kind of hyping the music up, talking about it. And uh, the Bugles' uh, "Video Killed the Radio Star" was the first video shown. Video killed the radio. So they're being like real meta about yeah. it. Yeah, they're being real on the nose, mm-hmm. like not even trying. This to, like, is new wave. They're like, yeah, like, we're murdering radio. <laughs> That's what they thought. That's what they did in some ways. Little did they know that they were actually killing videos, too. And they didn't. And they were actually killing videos. Uh, And then it was actually followed by Pat Benatar's You Better Run. Okay. Yeah. Solid. Solid follow-up. Yeah, Yeah, right. Pat Benatar, she's a a bad babe back in the day. Honestly, um, MTV was pretty formative to me. Um, Up until about 12, 13 years old, I really did not give a shit about Well, yeah, because we're old enough. You're even, like... Uh, I think two years older than me, mm-hmm. so like you remember even slightly better than I do. Like even in like the um, mid, like mid to late nineties, um, MTV was still like 
showing a lot of music videos. It was like TRL was the focus at that point. In the morning. So, in the morning at least. Yeah. So in, in the dead like, hours, yeah. you would get more music. Yeah. Um, you could even go like they'd have like on MTV two especially. Almost positive it was like midnight, like would or basically like the late hours, and they just mm-hmm. there'd just be nothing but music videos yeah. until the morning. Or they would like later add like music docs and stuff like that too, potentially. Yeah. Um, like they had hang, Hangbangers Ball and then shit Teen like Mom that. came out and it all it all went to shit. Thanks, Jocelyn. Um, but I remember like Headbangers Ball, like that was like before my time. But yeah. like they would show like flashback episodes of it. Oh yeah. Um, so it was it was cool. I mean, it helped me figure out like, oh shit, Outcast is a thing. Like uh, yeah, you yeah. know, I had never known. Like I was listening to Lincoln Park and like stuff I got from Scholastic Book Fair or whatever. I don't know or Media Play. So I was just getting random shit, but then that put me on to like what's popular music abroad, and uh, and shit was the same, you know. You know my like my MTV memories uh, are like the early ones, from, like like I said from like the from my childhood, yeah. Like probably like I don't know, like just late nineties. I remember yeah. uh, Ricky Martin. Ooh like, yeah, I'm sorry. Throws off and go dancing in the rain, and like he's like he's all like. Dancing in the rain. Yeah, like dude. With he his, had like the with mesh. his clothes off. Dude, yeah, man. And outside, inside, out. living the vida loca. Yeah, bro. I was six, I was like six years old, and I was living the vida loca. Yeah, like. Sheesh, what a good time to be alive. Yeah. Little like you didn't care about his sexual orientation, no, man. No, like, you no. know, you were just a vibe. Like I was just a six year old feeling, yeah, that, feeling, dude. feeling that vibey ass video. Like and then I remember like chili peppers. Yeah. That was, that was the, uh, Scar Tissue. That was one of the mm-hmm. first ones. Scar Tissue. That one video. Song. Song. Yeah. Um, I remember watching Ricky and Glacius on MTV. Oh my god! I can be a hero, man. That's 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 fast forwarding like four or five years. It's like what early two thousands. Because yeah. I remember like uh, like, it was like that's stat. like ten. That's like Spider Man mm-hmm. one or two. Spider Man one, I like believe. ten yeah. year old Brad. Like watching TRL mm-hmm. and uh, like getting touched, like getting my heart felt by Enrico. Yeah, getting okay. my ten year old heart diddled by Enrico. Your Glacier. hero. Which I kind of made it creepy. Yeah, I yeah. did. I didn't say allegedly. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, you can take my breath away. Yeah, his shirt is real wet. <laughs> I, I'm real wet now. After. <laughs> Uh, in 1991, the U.S. and the USSR signed a long-range nuclear weapons reduction pact. Sheesh! Just saying, guys, cut it out. Well, They're chill. like, it was in, in true 1991 fashion. They said, Uncle Joey style, cut it yeah. out. I, I do love that, the, like, when they actually would like write letters to each other or like talk to their people. Both sides of it were like. We know we don't want to do this shit. Like, we don't want to blow up the world. Like, no one wants to be that guy. But, like, we have the power and we have to, like, use it, question mark? Like, it's such a funny thing and weird thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Retrospect is, like, why did you guys just keep making them? Like, at a certain – like, why didn't you realistically – it's like, okay, I think they got to a point, like, they were making them and they just kept making them until they got to a point where, like, they literally had enough. So like where like each side felt like they had enough to blow up the entire world yeah. if they if they felt the need to, and then they're like, okay, well we have enough to blow up the entire world, but then somebody's like, I think Russia's making even more. more. So they're like, well, fuck it, I guess we'll make more, make more, and it's like we can blow it up five times. <laughs> yeah, and you're right, and it's one of those things where 
we were going so hard that once we signed these treaties and stuff right. and we started pulling back, we had to throw them away. Like we had to like disarm them. They literally had yeah. to like just they, they like stick them all in a mountain. Yeah. There's like a big mountain that they hauled. They had to haul out a fucking it's whole house mountain about it. It's so wild. Um, yeah. I mean, nuclear and, and, and it also begs the question of is the Cold War ever over? Because we always have these these weapons. And you I, know? I heard this is might just be some NASA nerd shit. But <laughs> NASA nerd shit. NASA nerd shit. Lay it on us. That should be on a t-shirt. Yeah, dude. NASA nerd shit. That's a NASA nerd shit. But uh, I I heard that if we were theoretically able to like launch the like all of like all of those surplus nuclear like warheads, yeah, if we were able to launch them into the sun, that it would actually like extend the life of our sun because of like all the like. The nuclear, the, yeah, nuclear like reaction, wow, or fission. like dude. it would like it would like just like be a little facelift for us. <laughs> I hope uh, long a after little anti aging cream. I like, hope long after we're dead, we try some fuck shit like that. I literally like why do, like it's better than just hollowing out a mountain and just sticking them in a mountain where like an earthquake or who knows what the fuck could happen. Yeah. Hey, guys, a lot. We're never going like to give them up, though. We're never going to give them up. I feel like we have that technology. I feel like they're just afraid that if they, like, try to launch them towards the sun, that, like, one of them is going to fucking hit some shit that it's not supposed to hit or, like, or just fall back to Earth or something. I think it's the simple principle of we we always want to keep them. Like, it's our fucking, like, guard dog. That's true. You know? They're like, we still want to just be able to kill everything yeah. if we want. Because, I mean, for it, no reason. if really. we're going to actually do the now and then thing, like, um shit's happening in china where like literally they're putting up more potential um nuclear silos and we're all like oh my god oh my god oh my god but that's typical superpower shit to do yeah we have we had a set amount of nukes for when we were not a superpower but now we're as big as you guys why shouldn't we and what are you gonna do about it you know, it's always that sentiment. It's always yeah. that atmosphere. Like, that's why I kind of make the joke of, like, is the Cold War over? Like, you know, as long as we have these this big fucking bomb, aren't, isn't everyone going to be scared? Isn't everyone going to want to be us so that they are not scared? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is actually the last stop on the time machine for this week. We've been running, baby. Yeah, yeah. We've been, we've been running... Overtime. We gave you a girthy episode today. Uh, But in 2005, Britain experiences its most costly tornado to date, causing 4 million sterling pounds of damage to Birmingham in just four minutes. And uh, But there are actually no fatalities, so that was cool. Hell yeah. But uh, th- that actually, I included that because one, like, a little positive spin, and we die, but... <laughs> positive spin, look at uh-huh. you! Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I also included it because it, it really just blew my mind that, dude, Britain has tornadoes? Thank you! That's why I'm thinking this whole time you're telling me this. I've never thought about a tornado I thought it was in just Britain. an American thing. I now, thought- now I'm thinking of a tornado, like, sweeping up Big Ben and, like, destroying it. Yes. Like, okay, so, like, um, like Twister 2. <laughs> Twister 2! Please tell me it still, it still stars uh, fucking Kevin Costner, and he's just, like, running around. Twister 2. London Bridge is blowing down. Ah, dude! Hire us. Hire us, Warner Brothers. We'll make it happen. Whoever who, whoever need to talk to make this. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. 
we're, we're just we're just too good. I we're can't. too good. Yeah. This is way better than Sharknado. What the fuck? Like, come yeah, on. Right? Honestly, yeah, Twister Two and, and tw- like just start putting tornadoes in places they don't belong. That's, yeah, that's more rad than <laughs> Sharknado. How American of us to feel like we we've monopolized tornadoes? Yes. <laughs> like, why the fuck you got tornadoes too? <laughs> oh man, um, I thought that was scientifically impossible. But yeah, that's, well, that's what I was saying though. Is I thought that tornadoes were just an American thing. Like I thought that was a tor- you know, tornado out. I know that like you yeah. know like like there can be like cyclones or little. Like, I thought about tsunamis and cyclones, but never a tornado. Yeah, never a full ass tornado. Yeah. Like, and apparently Britain can get full on ass tornadoes. Damn, I guess they're just like us. Just like us, guys. Just like us. Um. I think if you compare it in terms of li- lines of longitude and latitude, which is usually how you compare like uh, envi- like um, climates, mm-hmm. like like environment, yeah, atmospheres, exactly. yeah, yeah, if you guys are in the same, yeah, it should be similar mm-hmm. weather patterns and stuff. Okay, makes um, sense. Uh, Britain is pretty similar to like uh, Seattle or like uh, like Vancouver. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like you're near water, but like you're not like Florida. Yeah, it's it's it it gets like in the summer it might get like 70, 80 tops, like and in the winter time it gets pretty cold. It snows. You get hella rain throughout the year. Like okay, kind of like always like got that like dreary overcast mm-hmm. kind of thing. That fits. That like, makes sense to me. What I've seen in the pictures. Foggy London town. Foggy <laughs> London town, eh? But uh. <laughs> Thanks for uh, sticking with us through this girthy episode. Mm, yeah. We uh, tried to be gentle, but. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but if you want to leave a tip, you can hit us up on Now and Then, you know, podcast. I really gang at patreon.com. Um, hit us up if I'm wrong about that. Um, if you want to send us some emails, give us some feedback, you know, say what you like, say what you hated. Um, now and then podcast gang at gmail.com. Um, now underscore Brad for Twitter. Now Brad for the Facebook page. Um, you know, give us some feedback. We got an Instagram too. I put some cool pictures up sometimes. Um, yeah, we love you. Um, we love you. Hope you have a good week. Hope you have a good week. Uh, tell a friend about us. Tell a friend about us. I'm just going to repeat everything I say. Go for it. I mean, you're my little parrot. Um, oh, um, I, I, I hear. All right, Jolly Roger. Um, I hear we're on Apple Music uh, or whatever. Don't make me walk the plane. <laughs> um, so give us some ratings, maybe. Uh, give us like five stars. I think that's like cool for algorithms. Um, uh, wait on on that you said on Apple. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, people. Can't, you can't rate podcasts on Spotify, can you? No, but you can follow us on there. You and can. Then, uh, okay, cool. Guys, um, follow us on yeah, Spotify. Follow I us. Know, I don't know a dick about technology. And then there's the little button that you can press, and you click it, and then you get notified whenever we do anything. Hi. So like, we're just up in your ear holes at your discretion. Like, boop. Here we are. We made a new thing, new content. Boop. You know. So um. All that. Um, like I said, we love you. Have a good week. We'll see you soon. And just stay golden. Stay golden, pony boy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We love you, babe. Love you. Mwah. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Click.